0: All right, everyone, welcome to our podcast. Um, this is our first episode, and our podcast is More Than a Playlist. Um, Hello, so everyone.
1: Uh, my name is Jake. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm here with Caroline. Yes. And uh, like we said, um, this is called More Than a Playlist. It's a, our music podcast, and we're really excited yes. to bring it to you.
0: Yes, and um, something about us, like we love... Play, to play on words, like, play on words, things. Oh, my gosh.
1: Puns. <laughs> love the puns. We love Yes, we puns.
0: love the puns. So we decided that we want our, actually, it was probably, like, a few weeks ago, we were um, creating Playlist uh, together, and we came up with, like, some very interesting names for playlists and, like, diff- like very interesting criteria for the Playlist.
1: Very, very specific curated Playlist is what we're going yes. for. That's kind of, like, the idea, right?
0: And then we had the brilliant thought to, you know, like we talk it out anyways when we are making the playlist, so we might as well talk it out on a podcast. So that is what we are here doing, and we're making it, it, we've been through a lot today. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lots of technical difficulties, we're learning as we go. This
0: is like, so y'all, this is literally our first podcast, so please bear with us.
1: And so the, the reason that we called it more than a playlist is because the way we envision this going forward is that these playlists will be in between tracks. And so it'll be almost imagine like old school radio, but the playlist will be super curated. They'll be very, very specific, maybe even niche, some might say, um, and we'll have all will be thematically aligned. So with that being said, do you want to describe our first playlist?
0: Okay, so our first playlist um, is actually called Hebe Bee
1: Gees. Bee Gees. So hard to say, <laughs> fun to say, though. <laughs> it's very fun.
0: And one of the um, the reason why I made it is because I love the word. I love these, like, the weird words, like the heebie-jeebies, and um, I, I can't even think of the other ones. What are some, like, weird words that people say, and you're like?
1: Um, happenstance.
0: Happenstance. <laughs> like, just uh-huh. things like that. So heebie is, like a word that I've always said ever since I was a kid. I'm pretty sure my grandparents taught it to me. Um, and I was thinking about songs that are cringy and, like, but they're really good songs. Like, when you actually think of, like, if, if you listen to the song, like, on a daily basis, it literally it sounds like a normal song. But if you really dive deep in your mind while you're listening to it and you're, like,
1: Wait, wait, what is this? And so the subject matter is usually like what discerns it. So, yes, so the so this playlist, Hebe Bee Gees, Mm -hmm. is song and includes a Bee Gees song, so that's not erroneous, but um, is songs that are great Hmm. but also make us uncomfortable. Very is that a way to describe it? Yes, so like let's get do you want to give some examples? Yes,
0: so um, I have the playlist pulled up here, Uh, we have it. Currently on Spotify right now. Um, and the first song that we put, we had to come up with at least one BG song to start off since it had the BGs in it. So it's How Deep Is Your Love. And I just think that it's just, it's kind of, it's a great song if it's, you're just hearing it. And, but then like when you kind of hear parts of the song, you're like, wow, this is kind of weird.
1: Yeah, it gets, it gets a little uncomfortable. And um, it's also just kind of, cheesy, right? So sometimes Sometimes. it's not even necessarily the subject matter, right? Right. Sometimes it's like almost what we put onto the song later. Right. So it, the criteria can be kind of variable, but, um, I think you'll see as we go, like, so the next song is a great one. Are you somebody, are you that somebody, um, by Aaliyah? So like, why would you put, why did you put that on there? Because
0: of the bird sounds that are, (laughs) it. it's like very awkward. (laughs) I love it. And Timbaland, he is a genius producer, but just, it's like ever, ever since I've heard it since I was a kid, like I just literally, like it, it, it just grinds my gears.
1: Not to mention the underage marriage Well, yes, that too. Like,
0: but I think that this is actually from an album that uh, she released after that. So, um, uh, R. Kelly Age was ain't nothing, not that somebody. Yeah, and Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Was <sighs> that, that whole album is just very cringy because she was 15 and he was not 15. He and very much and by
1: cringy we mean highly illegal. Yes. And unethical. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. So, you know, Aaliyah, R.I.P., I miss her. She was a very talented vocalist but the song, even after her, um, I, and I, I don't think we actually put any Aaliyah songs from Age Ain't Nothing But a Number because like, we kind of wanted to make it more stuff that you can actually, like you should be listening to. <laughs> and I don't really want to support artists that have passed so that is one of the limitations Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um so artists like um so artists like uh r kelly r kelly yes oh my gosh and um definitely won't have any music by uh, marilyn manson Mm -mm. we won't have any music by um puddles of mud true um that was one song that you i guess you were going to add it on there and i said "No,
1: no no we can't do that yeah um, that got vetoed for good reason <laughs> yes so.
0: and I'm not going to go into that much right now because you know what I want this to be a positive thing but that it we have come up with these playlists that celebrate music but also <laughs> kind of make you like you realize how how weird some of the
1: music is well and up. how times have changed right? right like so 30 40 years ago Stevie Nicks comes out with edge of 17 yes. nobody would think to 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 release that song today, right? Like that would be never, never be appropriate.
0: No. And I mean, it's, and Edge of Seventeen is literally about her liking a 17-year-old while she's in her 20s. So that's... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's it's a real scumbag move. It's a real (laughs) scumbag move. So... um,
0: But it's a banger of a song. It's an amazing
1: song. That's the whole point. Yeah. It's an amazing song. And then we have some other ones that uh, give us the heebie-bee-gees for other reasons, right? Like, so ironic by Alanis Morissette yes obviously the only irony in that song is that she wrote a song about irony that is not ironic at all (laughs) that song should have been called isn't this unfortunate
0: isn't this unfortunate
1: isn't this a pain in my ass
0: yes um and then we have of course well with the 17 we have I love rock and roll which is also another song about (laughs) a 17 year old um an adult talking about a 17 year old. Um and then we have a few police songs, um Don't Stand So Close to Me, which is about um a teacher or, or yeah, young teacher. Mm. The student. Yeah, it's just, you know, has some very weird um underlaying of it. Um and then <laughs> push it, which I mean everybody knows what push <laughs> it is about. And if you watch Glee I think that that was one of the introductions to I mean I, I always knew the song Push It, but like it was just one of those things that you just one of those songs that you hear in the background, and you really don't think about it. But in Glee, li- literally it was used as a song uh to be outrageous in a scene. So I thought that was pretty funny.
2: Yeah. It, and they
0: played it for they play it um for a an assembly at school and reenacted some of the some of the the words and like you know,
1: it was it was just weird. R.I.P. Corey Monteith. uh
0: yes, I miss him. I miss him so much. Um, and then we have uh, we did we did want it to be. Uh, I don't think we have much covers on here because there are some songs that, um, what was the other? It was oh, we didn't want any um, satire songs on here. So like Weird Al Yankovic, he's a brilliant man. Yeah. But we didn't. I mean, those are meant to be cringy. So we wanted songs that were actually normal songs that you listen to that you probably didn't really think about it, That it's...
1: And they were hits. Like, all of these hits. songs were hits. All of these yes. songs were given the thumbs up by uh, the music listening audience yes. uh, with with no regard to how cringe they actually may be.
0: Yes. And um, Fergalicious, because <laughs> we have Fergalicious on here because she just misspells tasty at the end. Um, we have... Uh, I, I mean sexy and I know it I mean that is I feel like that could be a pun song like that but also I feel like they were kind of serious about it too
1: yeah either way <laughs> people took it like it was serious so the yes. whatever their intentions were I think that was kind of tongue-in-cheek but I yes. think the song is still and and even 20 years later like it's just strange like it's a weird weird song even though it's kind of great that
0: song is tw- almost 20 years old like what the heck
1: and then you know some some more obvious ones like walk like an Egyptian because Egyptians don't even walk that way like Mm-mm, it's just no, a lie was, right? yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And then um, we have Bad by Michael Jackson because like literally the first words of that are your butt is mine. <laughs> that is such such
1: a weird. Especially if you've especially if you've watched if you know the history yeah if you especially if you've watched the, the documentary.
0: Um and okay so if. For those of you who don't know, the history behind Bad, it was actually supposed to be a duet with Prince and Michael Jackson, and Prince heard the lyrics, and he was like, oh, hell no.
1: And that's a lot. Prince didn't say hell no to much. <laughs>
0: he wanted to be on, he, he wanted to be as relevant back then as he could, and I mean, also, I feel like that's just Prince knowing that, or kind of saying, too, that he didn't really ever want to be on a song with Michael Jackson.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably you know, probably what it was, too.
0: He probably did. And then Stuntin' Like My Daddy with Birdman and Lil Wayne. I think that, I mean, that's an awesome song. Like, yes. That song, I, I love, like, I can throw down to that song anytime. But I think that the reason why we added it is because you know, looking back on the Birdman and Lil Wayne situation these days is, <laughs> uh, it's, a weird, it's a weird story.
1: There's some, yeah, there's some uh, uncomfortable feelings between those two. Yes. I think that really they made addressed. up
0: recently but mm-hmm. I'm not really sure um how either way they have a weird so, dynamic
1: yeah. and always have <laughs>
0: um so Lil Wayne he was quote-unquote adopted by Birdman um back in the day when Birdman was one of the starts for Cash Money or is it Cash Money Records yeah yes mm-hmm. and um so when Lil Wayne wanted to start rapping uh Birdman took him under his wing
1: <laughs> ah, ayo hey. Oh, that was a good one. So, and and Lil Wayne was like twelve too. Like yeah, he was. So in, that was weird. Yeah, he wasn't like nineteen or twenty six. Like he was a a child still, a child. and was essentially adopted uh, by a stranger who who ushered him into the world of of hip hop. Which, like, I mean, thank God it happened in some right. ways, right? Because Wayne is maybe the best, what,
0: the best rapper alive. I mean, he might be the best <laughs>
1: rapper alive. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: him, Jay Z. Oh. Um, okay, so uh, another one we have on here is The Cure's Boys Don't Cry. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird song. It's, it, w- it was kind of their breakout um, song, and, I mean, absolutely legendary, and, like, absolutely love The Cure on every aspect. But, I mean, it's a weird. It's weird. Just boys don't cry. I mean, gr- they do.
1: They do cry, though. Boys do Everyone cry. Cries. And they should be okay. Boys cry.
0: And it probably would even, I don't know if it, would it be weirder if it was men don't cry?
1: Yeah. I think it would be yeah. worse. Would, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it would be even cringier. So glad I'm glad they didn't call it that. Well, and
1: that's like, that brings up a good point though, that like, we're not even letting little boys cry. Like children, right. they can't cry. Children can't cry is what that song says. Literally. That's me. what it's about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um. I mean, I don't understand the problem with jailbait. I don't know why you added that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, Har- Aerosmith. Oh,
1: Aerosmith's... Um, they have
0: some crazy ones at the beginning. I mean, I love Aerosmith, but they got some weird ones. Dude Looks Like a Lady.
1: Dude Looks Like a Lady, which was written about Vince Neil of Motley Crue, right?
0: I did not know
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Um, my understanding is that Steven Tyler saw Vince Neil walking somewhere in a club or something in L.A., saw him, and goes, that dude looks like a lady, and then wrote a song about him. <laughs>
0: and then it. wrote the song. Um and then speaking of like rivalries in rock music, I think that um, another one we added on here um oh my gosh, I just it just blanked about it. Um the uh the it's not Depeche Mode. Um Money for Nothing. Dire Straits. Dire Straits, yeah. So that one is about Motley Crue, which Vince Neil.
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, a lot of people were just like they didn't really like Motley Crue I the feel like Motley Crue they was not that crazy. fun to hang out with. They were kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, Have you ever seen The Dirt?
1: I've seen The Dirt, yeah. I mean, they <laughs> were doing The Dirt. Like, they were, no joke, doing The Dirt.
0: That scene with Ozzy Osbourne, but he's snorting up the... The ants? The ants. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know if that happened in real life, but...
1: It did. I, re- I saw that on VH1 Behind the Music, like, oh, in 1998. It? Yep, it happened. Yeah, that I was think a real that,
0: thing. I think that Ozzy doesn't want people to think that it, it did. Oh, speaking of... So I went, I loved the, thr- the thrift shop, and I went to an antique mall in Gardendale, and I'd never been to this one. Mm-hmm. Ugh, there was some fire throwback stuff, and I found the first season of The Osbournes.
1: Nice. Did you buy it? And
0: it's it? the one that is like literally the unexplicit, or so like you can hear All the it without the oh,
1: beeps. Oh, wow. I've never heard it without the beeps, because I always watched it on MTV.
0: Me neither. I'm so excited to get into it, and He's, Ozzy is one of my absolute favorites. I saw him and uh, actually flew over to Dallas to see him. And his no more T- er, tours, two.
1: No more tours, two. <laughs> and
0: he did not sing. I mean, he tried to. Yeah. But he wasn't.
1: His vocals are. And
0: old. he was pouring water on himself like the entire time.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was great though. Ooh, I bet. Yeah.
0: And then Stone Sour, Corey Taylor's band, other band other than Slipknot. Yeah. Um, they opened for it, and so that was one of my bands that I I wanted to see forever. But it was good. It was a great time. Um, I was with my aunt and my uncle. My uncle loved it. My aunt was really confused. She's like, eh. No one ever asked me to come to one of these again, Caroline. I'm like, I'm so glad that you came to this one. It was just a great experience.
1: So another song that I think I added this one um, Mm -hmm. is the filter song, Hey Man, Nice Shot. Um, Yes. And you really have to know the backstory behind that song and what the subject matter of the song is to really Mm -hmm. get it. But the basics were, and I I won't tell all the details right, but the basics were there was like a a kind of a politician, a local politician who had been uh, accused of some kind of impropriety. I think it was fraud or like embezzlement or something like that. He had been accused of that and called a press conference and unfortunately committed suicide during the, during the press conference what? on TV using a gun. What? They later found out he actually had not embezzled. So it was completely false accusations. And, of course, the man passed away. But that is what the that song is about, Hey Man, Nice oh, Shot. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a I very know, dark it's, song.
0: It's a very dark song, but it's so good It's the so, beginning of it. It's, that oh song is excellent.
1: Yeah. But like, like I get
0: chills whenever I think, and now I'm gonna get more chills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then so since we added added those filters, um, whenever I think of filter, I think of Chevelle and like Bush and mm-hmm. like the the rock out or the rock bands that are amazing, but like nobody really talks about them. I mean, I know a lot of people hate on Bush. I love Bush.
1: I mean, I love Bush too. Yeah.
0: Um and Chevelle, um the Red, which is literally the song is about him going red which you get the reds and you want to punch somebody Mm -hmm. so that's kind of why i added that one um and then we have um the smashing pumpkins today Mm. um which is a very ironic song because i feel like they were a sad band and i'm talking about wanting we're having a good day (laughs) yeah i don't know why why did we did i add that one i on this one unfortunately we can't see Who has added, because I copied it and pasted it. Oh, look, there's one for um, Corey Taylor, Slipknot, People Equal Shit. (laughs) Such a good song.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Iowa is one of my favorite albums, and that song, (laughs) I mean, it's just literally him saying, people equal shit, people equal shit, (laughs) in the chorus. I mean, they do.
1: Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. We're some good people. Uh, We're good people. Yeah. We we also added Photograph by Nickelback, because they have to be on here.
0: I mean, I love Nickelback. Like, they're, like, I've had some good memories with Nickelback. Sure. Yeah. But, like, I don't go and just, like, listen to them.
1: No, no. Yeah. I don't know. That, I just, I, don't I know love anyone. that
0: everyone hates on
1: them. It's just, it's, it's fun. And then. And I think that they're actually, like, not horrible human beings, right? They're not. They're good. And yeah.
0: I've, I've heard, um, I actually saw a TikTok the other day about um, a guy who's worked with literally every musician in the music industry. Um, and he said that one of the best experiences he had was with um, Chad Kroger coming in and recording that, Nickelback.
1: Like I've heard that about that Muppet looking dude, that he <laughs> is like apparently just a sweetheart, even though yeah. he looks like a Muppet.
0: And um he was dating Avril for a while. Oh they're married, I think. They they, got married. they
1: they were married, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the biggest thing to hit Canadian music of that year was the, that 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 uh, pairing, such a power couple of Canadian music.
0: They are amazing. Do we have any uh, Avril on here? I think we added. Oh, Skater Boy, because it was weird. It's just weird how they wrote it. It yeah. And then the boy
1: boy, B O I. But but to be clear, that was a great song when it came out. Oh,
0: it's still. great I mean, song. it's still a great song, but still freaking slaps. Um, and then we have. Let's see, pour some sugar on me. It's just, I mean, it's.
1: Everybody knows. I mean, um, I think that has become like a, a, a Hebe song because of like everything that has I been put that. on it.
0: You said the Hebe, Hebe song. It's a
1: Hebe song. It's a Hebe song. Yeah. It's so, it's a yeah, it's a Hebe song. So I think that. Um, pour some sugar on me got the hebe because of like all the media that has Mm -hmm. used it afterwards right like it was Mm -hmm. it was cheesy it was rock or whatever but i think it got Mm hebe-fied
0: after you know Mm -hmm. it did um okay so and then one of our we were actually singing this one earlier Mm.
2: today Mm -hmm.
0: Oh God! crash test song, dummies that song slaps so hard
1: which also tells some very interesting and oh, fanciful tales during it
0: i'm a huge fan of cinematic songs i love when like you can literally hear every scene everything about a scene and this one is just like the cherry on top it's one of the best it's great but, but it's also very
1: deep it's very deep <laughs> Um and like I never understood maybe you can enlighten me did I, did the person's hair actually turn white or is that imagery
0: Because I think that she got scared she was scared scared
1: white That's yeah. what happened okay mm-hmm. okay I that's, didn't but know But that's
0: how I think of it now And then actually um we did we missed over or we skipped over um this girl uh Olivia Rodrigo cuz mm. for good for you But she actually has a song at the end um of her her album her debut album um, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's literally, it has three different stories in it and it's told like, um, it's told like, uh, mm. so like when I hear that song, it, it reminds me of that. So I was like, I wonder if she, she got, um, if she came up with like, the song was influenced yeah, or inspired. because that. Cause it's, it's literally taught like it's. It it kind of sounds the same as it, but it, like it doesn't. But it just has like the same like there's three stories in it, mm-hmm. and there's three stories. It's like the narrative
1: in the, mm-hmm. influence and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, I'd also just like to note that, mm, which was a huge song. I'm like, I'm, and it was a
0: huge hit back was in the day. Huge hit. You heard it everywhere.
1: But I think that's the only only song that I've ever known that was a huge hit that is just a, one single letter, the title is just one single letter repeated over, over, um, and over 12 and over times. Again. It's just 12 M. It's that so, song should be M to the 12th. And
0: it's so hard to say. No, there's 16. Oh, wait, no. there's. You're right. You're just 12
1: Wow. It's okay. I'm going to count.
0: Okay, so let's see what else we got on here. Um... Kryptonite. I mean, and I feel like if you think of Three Doors Down, and you think instantly of Third Eye Blind, which their entire Third Eye Blind self-titled album is full of like weird songs.
1: Weird songs. great songs. That, great songs. Yeah, but lo- I think the Jumper. I, yeah, I think that guy was using a lot of meth at the time. I think that yeah, is not a joke.
0: Yeah, but wow, I saw them. I saw them live um, in 2019 at ACL. Excellent. They are killer.
1: I mean, the best. They, they still slap. And yes. semi-charm kind of life, which is the one we added on there, and I think the reason we added it on there mm-hmm. is that the one—that's the one that has the lyric: "Doing crystal method, lift you up until you break, you won't stop." Right?
0: I did not even know that.
1: That's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst.
0: Wow. Yeah. Mind blown. See, I've never looked at the lyrics of that. I just literally just go. <laughs> it's. <laughs> and I like it's kind of one of those ones I just didn't really ever want to like look into because I knew Jumper was.
1: Well, and speaking serious. of them, have you ever heard the song Slow Motion Mm-mm. by them? Okay. So it's like a, it's a ballad. It's like a slow moving ballad, and mm-hmm. it is excellent and so, so dark. Like, it's very dark, but it's mm-hmm. great. So that would also belong on here, but since it was not really a hit, I don't know if that con- is considered a Hebe or not. Yep. You know? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, that is one thing that we do definitely did at, like, make sure that everybody knew the song. We wanted songs that everyone knew mm-hmm. um, on here. So, okay, so. Baby, one more time.
1: So let's talk about why "Baby, One More Time" is a, is an uncomfy song.
0: Hit me, baby, one more time. Hit
1: me, baby, one more time. Now, I think in. Hit
0: me up is what they were thinking. It, right,
1: that's what I was gonna say. So I mean, what was everybody knows name? that. Yeah.
0: But also, she was sixteen years old. Yeah. And then now, we looking back, she had a very abusive right family life so like it's kind of sad and but oh my god i, I love britney spears
1: yeah i mean Britney's free britney. The best. we freed her we freed britney Ugh, the queen um but well and it's also like those lyrics were written for her right by a grown man by max martin by So max she was martin 16 when she recorded adult.
0: it um also some history behind it um the reason why it kind of sounds a little bit different than most of the songs on there is because she had actually had a cold Mm-hmm. the day before. So she had a growly voice. Um, this song was also supposed to go to T-Boss. That's right. T-Boss is actually going to be starting her own like solo, solo. career. Um, T-Boss of uh, TLC, mm-hmm. for those who don't who don't know. Um, and so that's the reason why it was kind of sung in a very like raspy voice.
1: But she turned it down, right? Why? Did, do you know why she turned it down? I
0: think that actually... Uh, t-boss was going to record it after because they didn't know how it was going to go and then the producers just really liked this version and it literally is the top or it was voted um the greatest debut song of all time
1: i mean by rolling stone those first three bars like everyone uh, completely religious. identifiable right like, like immediately. With that
0: oh that like what is it like the uh
1: like, the distortion, everything. Like it's the, so it's, good. It's just a perfect pop song.
0: It really is. And, like, just reminds me of Bubblegum Pink. Mm-hmm. And the music video for it, absolutely revolutionary.
1: So, my friend, Andrew A., um, <laughs> in seventh, sixth or seventh grade is when that came out for me, and mm-hmm. he bought the single, which mm-hmm. was a CD, and it mm-hmm. had that song and another song on it, and it came with a poster, and he, like, hung it on his wall. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, Britney Spears could not have been a more, like, a bigger artist in my genre, like, in my yeah. age group.
0: And, like, I mean, she just was a wholesome person. She still is. She, she was kind, mm-hmm. and she, like, I mean, if you look at any of her interviews from back in the day, like, she is as genuine and real to herself.
1: And so sweet.
0: And so, like, literally, like, a freaking angel.
1: Mm-hmm. Just a freaking angel. And? And her, and her cohort, yeah. Christina Aguilera singing "Genie in a Bottle."
0: Okay, Christina was also like underage when that was that song. Is literally about somebody rubbing
1: her. Yes, <laughs> and, yes, she's a genie, um, and that is weird.
0: It's weird, but it's a great song.
1: But I think the rule maybe is adults shouldn't write sexual songs about children. Right. And I think if we all followed that, the world would be a better place. I think. But so. maybe music would be a worse place. Yes. Maybe this this playlist proves it.
0: It's kind of like we didn't have euphoria back then. <laughs> yeah. and this was like the euphoria like version of songs. I like if you think that. about that.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah so I like, mean that's true. Teenagers be nasty. And
0: you had um, you had candy by Manny Moore, mm, yeah, which is very like song. she was actually 14 years old when that came out. Mm. And then you have I, actually I read Jessica Simpson's book. She came out with a book um, two years ago and she talked about all of that. She, like she was actually signed un- under the label that Mariah Carey was under. Mariah Carey's husband ex-husband signed her and Mariah Carey actually was moving on because like they got they're getting a divorce and so they needed somebody to fill in where Mariah Carey's like they so they needed like a really big a voice. Yeah, Jessica Simpson. She does have a good voice and she's pretty, but like literally nobody can be Mariah here.
1: Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like she's.
0: And um, I don't really think we added any Jessica Simpson on here, um, which we probably should because she has some very cringy ones. She does. Yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll go back and add those, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean Jessica just talked about um. She was supposed to be on uh, the Mickey Mouse Club, and she got she didn't make it. Um, she also knew Britney and Christina and everybody and Mandy Moore and all of them, and she uh, she was constantly constantly compared to them. And she was trying, and they, they wanted to put out music that was like Britney,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Britney's music. Like everyone was trying to create the music, so yeah, that's why Genie, Genie in a Bottle was released. Um, they just, you know.
1: Well, not to mention, like she married, like a third tier back, uh, third tier like d- dude too, right? Like 98. <laughs> well, they degrees were was, dating at that time, yeah. yeah. But like you know, but like in the oh, in the that's long also
0: room. another interesting story. I don't know if you see if you saw the um, the uh, um, Netflix documentaries about boy bands. There's like one that's like from the 90s, or it's a it's uh it starts off with boys to men. Oh yeah. And they talk about how Boyz II Men like fizzled out at a certain point in the '90s, and literally they were replaced by 98 Degrees on a Motown, on the Motown label.
1: Yeah, yeah, they just like took all the songs that were gonna go to back, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Boyz II like, Men went to 98 Degrees. Yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't that weird.
1: It's it's really weird that they were like they were like supposed to be R and B too when they just mm-hmm. feel completely pop to me like i don't feel like i had but you know motown is pretty poppy so it makes sense yeah but so i i i don't know exactly why we added umbrella by rihanna (laughs) but i haven't i have an inkling and for me yeah it's that it's the ella (laughs) ella ella and it's not even that because that's like okay it's a song right like Mm -hmm. you can add weird things to a song but the problem lies in me it's my problem because every time I pick up an umbrella, I can't just be like, "Oh, I need right. an umbrella." Now for the rest of my life gonna in my brain it goes ella 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 a yep. a so that's really what that was about.
0: And then I'll add this too. Whenever you see a banana, what do you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what one of That she banana. Oh yeah, absolutely. A-N-A-S. 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 Yeah. Yep. Well, so it's And that's that uh, song is how I learned how to spell the word bananas.
0: I mean, it's not a hard word to spell, but also I feel like I always ha- had difficulties.
1: I just don't. You just never like to to quote N's Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, how, how, you don't ever know when to stop. It's like banana, <laughs> banana, Anna. Like you don't ever know when to stop, but now I do because of that song. <laughs>
0: okay, so back to Umbrella though. There's actually a remix version that had. Okay, this is remember. This is the time when Rihanna was dating Chris Brown, and this is before anything happened. Okay, so I'm not. We're not. Everybody knows. Also, his music is not on here. True, Um, but there is a remix, and they were the golden couple. Like they were perfect. I mean, like they were, and nothing had come out yet about any of that. But the remix is called Cinderella,
2: Mm. and it's
0: literally just replacing Umbrella
1: with with Cinderella.
0: Cinderella. And then Jay Z's also on it too. I think he's just like, I don't like. I feel like he has like five words in this one.
1: He just got paid a hundred k for a feature.
0: But his rap on this one, and then his rap on "Heartbreaker" with Mariah Carey, oh, I love them! I love the Mariah Carey "Heartbreaker." I don't think I don't think we added that one on here, but Mm-mm. no, that's just a great song. Okay, what else we got? Um, "Sunday Bloody Sunday." All right, so one of the bands that I absolutely despise—sorry to fans out there—is um, U two.
1: Me too. <laughs>
0: you too me too (laughs)
1: hate you too
0: um but i really like sunday bloody sunday like it's just i feel like it's just it's a good song and if i had to pick one song from the youtube uh catalog it would be that one right and it's it's also a history like but also it's kind of cringy too because it's you two.
1: I think, yeah, so the subject matter for that song isn't cringy to me at all. It's very very serious subject matter. I think it's well-written. It's one of the few U2 songs that I also like. The cringe is that I actually liked a U2 song. That's the problem for me. Yes, that's me too. That's what gives me the heebie for that is that I...
0: I, Ooh, I actually like that.
1: U2 is on there. Yeah.
0: All right, let's see. Um, First Date by Blink-182. I mean, all of their music during that time was cringe but it was awesome
1: yeah i mean their whole thing was being kind of hebe they were yes. like like that was kind of intentional right like they were trying to get into attention and being you know writing songs about calling people's moms and talking crap about their dad and stuff mm-hmm. like that and Grandpa's shitting at birthday parties, so mm-hmm. like they were, you know. I think that th- that is a little heeby, especially looking back. Like when I was fifteen and those songs were coming out, like I was like, oh my god, they get me, you know they what I mean? Like
0: understand heebie. my mind.
1: <laughs> but looking back, I'll sing along to those songs, but I'm also like heeby, 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 Hook by Blues Traveler on there love that album though. Love that. It's a great song. That song and the uh like the fast that rap. The fast rap where he raps like is is one of the best bluegrass raps I remember.
0: Have you seen um Emma Emma Stone lip sync that on Jimmy Fallon?
1: I think I know all She the literally did
0: the entire thing and Jimmy Fallon was like, "What?" <laughs> at the end. He's like, who knows that?
1: <laughs> so when I was in high school, there was a, I got really, this is so embarrassing. I got really into an acapella group called the oh. Hyannis Sound. And they That's were like, amazing. yeah, obviously from, from the uh, Northeast. And they like we're have, we're like a rotating cast. So it would be like different people mm-hmm. were jo- join that band, but they did a great cover of Hook. And I just remember specifically one of my friends and I were sitting at my, like home, my computer on Napster, listening to that acapella cover and like learning all the lyrics to that rap. So I think I still do have that rap, which That's is probably Hebe enough.
0: That's amazing. I mean, I wish I knew it. I don't even think I know one word to start it off. I think if I hear it, then I'll sit, I'll start singing and I'll just do like the, what I do with the, um, waterfalls with TLC. Yes.
1: <laughs> I just start doing that. Oh man. Meet the Millers. That, that scene is fantastic yes. in that.
0: That's so good. Um, okay. So let's see. Train. Train's Hebe.
1: Train is Hebe. Altogether Hebe.
0: What Hebe'd the most uh, is when they literally covered Led Zeppelin II. I said, what? They did the entire Led Zeppelin Two album. That doesn't even make sense.
1: So, first of all, <laughs> train singer that I don't know your name. Like, do you have any, do you have any like understanding of the vocals that Led Zeppelin has within Robert Plant, like, can, can do you really think? Do you listen to yourself in the studio monitor, and you go, "Man, I can sing as good as that guy"? Because if you do, you're wrong.
0: Okay, so their drummer can't do. The drummer can't. Nobody can do that.
1: The the guitarist can't. Like they just they're not up to the challenge. I feel
0: like as there's not one band out there that could have done Led Zeppelin two, at all. They would have to pick people from different bands and make a super group to cover Led Zeppelin too, Because it's it has, like, I mean, a whole lot of love. So you need somebody that can, like, scream. Yeah. So, like, maybe a Corey Taylor would be good. Or, like. Um,
1: yeah, maybe. I don't somebody. know.
0: Somebody. I, I mean, I don't, you just don't
1: touch it. You just, Or maybe you just leave a masterpiece alone and don't pretend that the people who made Meet Virginia can play Led Zeppelin appropriately. <laughs> they cannot. Because they cannot.
0: They literally cannot. That was awful um so yeah so we have meet virginia but meet virginia is a very cinematic song it talks about a girl um
1: i was in love with a girl named virginia in high school Mm -hmm. and that song was on the 17 track playlist that i made her you know (laughs) obviously
0: was she like this
1: uh i don't uh i don't know i mean we were in high school so yeah i'm sure
0: so you uh, yeah so you probably like Thought or, like saw her and was like okay well that's Virginia yeah and so everything that he said in that song would, it just meant something to
1: me yeah, yeah absolutely you know how it is when you're 16 and yeah. in love
0: uh huh I do
1: Buddy Holly is on there by Weezer we added that to the list love Weezer Weezer's great and that's a great song but and it that is album. it's a great I mean the Blue album is one of my favorite like alt rock albums of all yeah of all of time, all time. Uh, and Pinkerton <laughs> is right up there as well but I've look, not
0: listened through Pinkerton yet
1: it's great it's really great but. Let's be real. Buddy Holly is a little heebie. Yeah. Because it's the most heebie song that Weezer has, at least from their first few albums. I mean,
0: I mean the sweater song, too, is kind of heebie, if you think about it.
1: It is, yeah. <laughs> but, man, speaking of cinematic songs, though. Yes. That's, yeah, that's just such a great... You
0: pull the string on my sweater, mm-hmm. and it just...
1: You know what song that is album's... not heebie from that album, though? Say It Ain't So. Oh, my God. It's like the of opposite that. of heeby. It's this just great.
0: It's what I'm... What I went to uh, – our Weezer played here at UAB uh, for a free show, mm-hmm. and I got to go, and they played, like, everything that, like – and then they had just released their covers album, and they – the last few songs they played were all of the covers. And then they, like, obviously went off, and they, they were going to come back for a, um, an encore. But they the first encore, they sang a song that, like, I didn't really know. And I'm like, oh, my God, are they not going to play Say It Ain't So? And I was like, I will literally, cr- like, I will, I will cry. Yeah. I'm like, but no, they played it the last song. I was like, oh, this, like, top 100 song for me.
1: Oh, top 100, maybe a top 25. And rock. I
0: used to rock it, oh. at
1: a rock band,
0: because oh, yeah. that part, just like, oh, I mean, you just scream. Yeah. We'll and you scream, scream to the decibels that it, it, on the screen, just like watching the way that the, 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 the vocals for that go up and down, up and down. Oh.
1: It's, uh, Yeah. It's, it's incredible.
0: One of the best. Okay, so All Star by Smash Mouth. I don't know if you've seen um, videos of Smash Mouth performing. They actually broke up uh, now, and but recently put them performing. He has gotten so... or The lead singer was really drunk and just acting a fool. Couldn't even sing, like, three bars of the song. Like, couldn't even, like... Yeah, and just, like, yeah. falling over and screaming at audience members. It was, like, a real catastrophe.
1: So I think that really what, what really burned them down was the Shrek affiliation, right? That song yeah. went from, like, a decibel ten being, like, everyone knew it, just to jumping the shark, and it was like they yes. were forever associated with a green monster from there on. Yes, yes. Right, so, and that song is kind of—it's cheesy, obviously. Yeah. But like, he was writing that about his fans mm-hmm. who were writing to him. So like, this was like their kind of their first big album. But they were musicians before that.
2: Mm-hmm. And I—I
1: I was reading something, and so he wrote that songs like kind of for his fans. It's like kind of an aspirational thing. Like, hey, you're like—even though you're getting made fun of or whatever or bullied—like, you're an all-star. You're great. Like, and it was supposed to be like cool, and that's and what then, made it
0: hit. Now it's literally. <laughs> And then Shrek. No, Shrek <laughs> partying.
2: <laughs> That's all I
0: think about that scene. Oh God, but it's so good, and it makes sense because Shrek was an outcast. Shrek
1: wasn't outcast. was an outcast. Perfect song. For it. So it is a perfect, it's a perfect song. You know what? I take up every, take back everything I said about Smash Mouth. Their their artists.
0: I mean, it just that was just a marriage, like perfect marriage right there. Mm-hmm. Those two songs. Pop culture. That song and then. Uh, um, the, the one thing that I remember about, about the Shrek, that though, my, my brother watched Shrek, like, back to back to back, back to back, 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 back to back. But, but whenever he would, like, like when they was, would, it would end, end, the movie would end and would go, go to the DVD menu. DVD, DVD, DVD menu. DVD. DVD. DVD
1: menu. That's heavy.
0: I was watching a DVD yesterday, and I didn't even realize. How were
1: you watching a DVD yesterday? I have a DVD
0: player. I have v- a VHS player. I have uh, everything. That's true. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a weirdo. But anyways... Um. So, so it's, it's the it's the, the um uh, the three uh it's, it's the three pigs, pigs and they, they go play, play the movie. Yeah, play. <laughs> so whatever I think of Shrek, that's literally what I like think of. Play the movie. Yeah, and then my brother would go play the movie. Carol, Carol, play the movie.
1: So you have good memories of that. Yes. Of that?
0: I literally have seen that movie probably seven thousand times.
1: Mm. I've seen it probably like three, but seven thousand—that's that's that's too many. That's six thousand nine hundred ninety-seven. Too many.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shrek Two is better. I feel like. Yeah. And um, recently, in I know that you're not caught up on Euphoria, but uh, in the past season of Euphoria, um, the holding out for a hero is on is one in one of the scenes and um i was watching the thing after like the show because on hbo they have this little and the guy was like yeah um when i heard that i was gonna be doing the dance to holding out for a hero all i could think about was that epic scene in Shrek 2 and i was like yeah right on but i think of footloose because he does the dance to holding out for a hero footloose so like Gen Z's Versus millennials
1: Yeah totally Well and like Almost Gen X With yeah. Footloose Footloose is, is pretty Early 80's right Yeah
0: It was like 84 Yeah 80 82
1: 84 Something like It was pretty Jeez like, Well it, and that's That song Or that movie Was made in a time Where it was reasonable Or reasonably believable That a town Had outlawed dancing A yeah. whole town Had and outlawed dancing And they tried
0: dancing. To remake it Like about 10 years ago And like nobody could you Wrap just, their head around it But you, it was a good movie
1: Really, I liked it. I didn't see. I mean, I didn't see the, the remake. Of course, I was gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm
0: like the biggest '80s movie fan. Of, of course, course, I was watch it. I was watching. I watched the the Valley Girl remake. It was awful, but it was so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that one. I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, I can see that. If you're
0: not as crazy about, but I mean, it's there's no Nick Cage in it, so
1: you know. Speaking of Nick Cage. Um, he's heeby. He's heeby. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Cage is, he, but also kind of great. Have you seen Pig? The, I have his not. new movie, we'll it's need excellent. To see that. It's excellent, really great. Um, Highly recommend. I
0: wa- I watched. Uh, is it Moon Dance or Moon? What's the one with Cher?
1: Uh, Where
0: he's like screaming.
1: I mean, he screams in everything. That's like kind of his whole aesthetic. Is like
0: Con Air. Con with Air his hair is, is
1: so beautiful. It's just so good. And they were like, you know what? We should make a movie. Um, based on the pun – I really respect this. Seriously, we should make a movie, write a script that okay. Malkovich is in, right? Yeah. Based on a pun about a hair dryer. Yes. Like, that's a that, – like, how cocaine was go, was that <laughs> idea? Like, how much <laughs> cocaine were the producers doing? Like, <laughs> what if we did – More air. What if we did a movie about <laughs> – what if we did a movie about cons in the air, and we called it Con Air, you know, like the blow dryer? And somebody <laughs> was like, genius, here's a check for 50 mil. Get John wait. Malkovich and Nick Cage to do this, please. Wait,
0: wait, I see the Con Air, like the hair dryer at the, the end. Oh, oh my God. God, I just now wrapped, I just wrapped my – Jesus, okay. Yes, that makes it even perfect, make more perfect. Yes. Okay, so um, we have Peaches.
1: By the Peach. Presidents of the United
0: States of
1: America. I will say that "Lump" is great a great song, yes. and "Peaches" is a fantastic song, mm-hmm. um, and it's just—I think it's hebe because of the overly obvious references.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised we actually didn't add after this one. Um, The—is it what's Steve Miller Band? Is it "Peaches" or what's the song?
1: Um, oh,
0: it's this. It's the same. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. But there is a song about peaches that Steve Miller ma- Band has made. I agree. Oh, I believe it. But uh, you can shake my tree.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, what's it? I can't remember. Hold on, we'll find it.
0: We're gonna find it. Um, but then we have uh, next to that in.
1: It's not that one.
0: <laughs> um. So we have Phil Collins is in the air tonight too, which is um a song about a fan. And who. Did he kill himself or which, what happened? Which one is it? Uh, in the air tonight. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know all the details. I just know that uh, I mostly know about that song from Eminem's reference in, in Stan, which to we be added that. Yeah, yeah, which that's hebe, because like uh, Eminem had to deal with so many stands, like that he had to write a song about it. Yeah. But, Okay, like, do you remember the first time you heard Stan? Let's talk about Stan. Yes. Okay.
0: Changed my life.
1: Was, was your mind blown on verse three? I mean,
0: like every Eminem song back then, I literally blows my mind.
1: Totally, but like the like the bait and switch where Eminem comes and wraps the final verse, and you're like, oh shit, it was you. Like I was like, what? Like my brain literally exploded. I had no idea that was. I, so
0: I got to see him perform it at um music midtown Devin sawa? what i'm just kidding no. david sawa
1: played him in the video the stand video played no, stand. and he had kidding.
0: the music video playing behind him and he had all the words and the lyrics yeah. like were like projected next to him and so like it was just it was like i'm, I'm like tearing up because it was like it was an experience i was like that was one of the best concerts i've ever been to in my entire life eminem I mean, also, there was a thing going around on the internet um, of uh, Gen, is it Gen Zs? Gen Zs are the ones that are young. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I always get the Gen X and Gen Zs. Okay. But anyways, X
1: is older than us, Gen Z They were trying
0: to cancel Eminem because he talks about, he says, he talked about Ariana Grande's um, uh, concert when the bomb blew up, and he said something about, But the reason why he wrote the song was because he was explaining how nobody is safe. And Gen Z's were just going nuts because they're like thinking, they think that Eminem was blaming Ariana for it.
1: I mean, there, I think there are – I think it's arguable that there are some songs early in Eminem's career that are cancelable if like you just 100%. look at the lyrics. Like guilty conscience. Yeah, like real bad stuff. Like who? Like uh, yeah, I'm uncomfortable just talking about it. Yes. But also like uh 97 Bonnie and Clyde, like some of those yeah. like gnarly early songs. Like like yeah, I could get it, but not over
0: that. I mean, he and he's he's very he was very oversexual and. The sec- his second or second or third album where he's like, shake that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and homophobic and all the things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's always
0: homophobic in most of his stuff, mm-hmm. which is not cool. I mean, but, I mean, he, he plays, like, I feel like that's a character he plays. Mm,
1: in some ways, yeah. And I think
0: that, I mean, it could be that he is, you know, like, and he just, you know, he takes it out.
1: <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. But
0: that's not cool. So, you know, Eminem, I love Eminem, but come on, Eminem, stop. Yes. And also, he like got sober, and I feel like he hasn't been really making songs like that anymore since that happened. Yeah. So maybe he is more woke. I think what he's unquote. more
1: aware. I think as his kids yeah. got older, he got a little more aware too.
0: Yeah, isn't that weird that she's or Haley is like almost thirty?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. She's. A, um, yeah.
0: cleaning out our closet or cleaning out my closet. That was one of the first songs on the playlist um, that we added Mm -hmm. I mean it's just it's a weird song I mean it's great great. it's a freaking amazing song and to be honest I listen to it every time I'm cleaning Mm. because like
1: because it's a great cleaning song yeah
0: cleaning out my closet but it's about skeletons in your closet and all that kind of weird stuff so that definitely is Hebe Um, okay so Breeze Blocks by Alt J this one's a very interesting one
2: Yeah.
0: it's literally about um, like holding a girl down with breeze blocks, so with blocks, so, like, he wants to keep her where she is. Yeah,
1: it's problematic. <laughs> it's very problematic. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever really, like, d- dived into the lyrics of that song, but it's good to know. But
0: it's, okay, so one of my friends, um, she says she never listens to the lyrics or things, but she says that Alt-J has some of the best music because the music behind the lyrics is, like, soothing to her. So that's what she. That's her favorite band, and she doesn't pay attention to lyrics for any songs. But any she's songs called at all. out Alt J wow. as being some of the best. So
1: every song to her is just a tone poem, right? Yes. It's about how the lyrics sound, not about what the material is.
0: It's a, no, it's about how the music sounds behind the lyrics instead of the lyrics.
1: So she would prefer karaoke music, zero lyrics, zero singing, yes. right?
0: But she says that Alt J has the best sounding. Alt J
1: is the most. Elevator Unique. music that, that's ever been yes. popular, <laughs> is what I'm hearing you I say. Guess.
0: And then, so around that time, we also foster the people, put out a song called Pumped Up
1: Kicks. And that is problematic because, or is it Hebe because? It
0: is about a uh, shooter in a school. School
1: shootings, yeah.
0: Pumped Up Kicks. So he's uh, he's attacking kids that have more money than him.
1: Yeah, that have like the Reebok Pump Up Kicks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, red red
1: wine is cheesy because, or it's heebie and cheesy because like it's just fake Jamaican, right? It's like right. fake reggae, and that's yeah. gross. Yeah. Right.
0: But it's also kind of a good song.
1: I mean, it's a good song, but it's also like.
0: What <laughs> do you think about it? Like, it's like, why are
1: you singing it though? Yeah.
0: Okay, so we have three country songs right here on the list that are important. Uh, Strawberry wine. Oh yeah. Which is a uh, Dina Carter, a queen. Um, wrote a song about losing her. (laughs) Everyone knows. Um, And it's just, I mean, it's a great song, but it's also, if you think about it, it's weird. Uh, We have Red Ragtop, um, which is kind of heebie because it's, and actually, it's very surprising to me that he wasn't canceled, because it is a pro-abortion song, or pro-choice.
1: Pro-choice. Surprised he wasn't canceled by the country fans.
0: He... Probably is going to now that everyone hears her.
1: Yeah, we just blew it up. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Tim. And then
0: we have Whiskey Lullaby, which is one of the most gorgeous songs probably ever created. I mean,
1: I think it's a beautiful song. And I think it's heebie because it makes me so sad (laughs) because it's so beautiful.
0: (laughs) And then we have uh, Willie Nelson, Always on My Mind. So actually, we had four country songs in this little section. Um, Actually, there's more. I'm seeing more. Um, But always on my mind um the reason why i added i think i added that one is because whenever i think of that song i think of it um from practical magic and it's the the bad guy sings it and he's, he's dead he like, he like he dies in the movie and he comes back as a ghost and like haunts the girls and so he's, like, singing, always on my mind. And it's, like, really creepy. And I'm just like, I can't ever listen to
1: that song and not think. I don't think I've ever seen that movie.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. Well, is that Sandra Bullock?
0: Yeah, and Nicole Kidman.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I'll check it out. Um, I think it's on HBO Max right now. But, um, And then we have Sin Wagon. And we have Goodbye Earl. So... Back in, er, the the Chicks, chicks, uh, and we we also have Not Ready to Make Nice because, of course, they were canceled back in the day, and that was their response, Not Ready to Make Nice. Mm -hmm. But the the chicks, Chicks, when they first released Fly, the album Fly, everyone was like, why are you, like, writing a song about killing somebody? And nobody, like, everyone was so mad about it, and they were like, Literally, we were writing a song about an abuser who was killed. Right. Like, that, that's a way to write the song.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you do it. Like, if you're going to write a song about a bad a, guy a, a dude getting down. murdered, then, then yeah. I mean, like, how is that different than a movie that has that same thing, right? Like,
0: right. And then the reason why I added Sunwagon is because Natalie's comment was, it's so funny that y'all are canceling us on the song Goodbye Earl, which is about abuser being killed. But, but you are not seeing Senwagon, which is literally about a mattress dancer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mattress dancer. I've never heard that euphemism. I like it though.
0: But literally, that's the first. That's the first lyrics. It's mattress dancer. And um, but I think I love the chicks.
1: Yeah, they're great. They got canceled, uh, and uh, like they would definitely not be canceled today. Like if the same thing happened, no. they would not be canceled. I don't think. No. But. Um, also, right above that, uh, The Freshman by The Verb yes. Pipe. Um, it's a pretty heavy song, mm-hmm. and it's um, really sad, mm-hmm. and it's, like, I'm pretty sure it's also about abortion.
0: Yeah, probably, probably so. Um,
1: as well, and which is, is fine with me, but it's just, uh, I think it's just heavy because it's just so heavy.
0: And also, heavy I'm going to add to it, because this is the best part about the song, is The Verb Pipe. I follow them on TikTok, and they've been posting stuff because people tag them for the song. Uh, oh, my gosh. What's the, the song from Cruel Attentions? Uh, oh, Bittersweet. No, Bittersweet Symphony. Oh, Bittersweet Symphony. Symphony.
1: Oh, yeah. That's they the verb. They get tagged.
0: They get tagged. <laughs> that's the song all the time and so they made a TikTok about how they get how, how like often they get tagged
1: that's hilarious or
0: people ask them at their concerts to, to play, play Bittersweet
1: something. oh man that's great and yeah. then The Verve actual that song yeah. uh, he like basically got no royalties because he because um, mm-hmm. he sampled uh, Led Zeppelin right
0: I can't remember if it was that it was Led
1: Zeppelin I'm um, pretty sure
0: Led Zeppelin samples we also one of our podcasts or our future um podcast will be about samples yeah we definitely an interpolation it's a word that i learned on tiktok TikTok. which is literally sampling or using songs and interpretate interpret interpreting it in your own way so it's like it's uh the good for you by olivia rodrigo and then um it's uh, and then misery business so she interpret interpreted, that is a word I cannot say. Interpreted. Interpolation, which I can say that word, which is more, I don't know. There's certain words that I can't say, and that one isn't. <laughs> but we'll move on. So we have a little bit more country music because I know that you absolutely hate Kelly Pickler, so you put that one on
2: there. Uh, yeah.
0: He called like nobody talks about Kelly Pickler these days, but you called her out. You're like, she ruined it. She ruined all of it. You know, I don't
1: know why I have strong feelings about Kelly. I think I think it's more of a personal thing. Uh, also, like I, I kind of hate American Idol, and I think she was an American yes. Idol person. Like I feel like American. I don't Idol- like Carrie Underwood. Yeah, I think American Idol kind of messed up pop music in some ways. It did. Um, although, you know, Daughtry. Mad respect to Kelly. Kelly's fair. great. I mean, like, you know, she. And her
0: her show, her TV shows, she's so wholesome.
1: Sweet, sweet as can be. So, like, mad respect. And I'm sure my parents are going to be super mad that I'm talking crap about American <laughs> Idol. But, you know, love to yes. alienate the 60 year olds crowd.
0: Yes. Uh, I mean, yes. So. That, so we added the song uh, Red High Heels, which is a very weird song. Um, but then we have some other country artists. We have Miranda Lambert. She is probably one of the most talented, like the best country singers these days. Um, but that song, Gunpowder, Gunpowder and Lead, it's just one of those ones that He
1: Heebie, yeah, heebie. It's
0: about shooting her boyfriend if he comes around.
1: <laughs> right yeah there's a lot of those
0: um Jolene by Dolly Parton one of the best songs ever
1: ever, ever written. written but it is he be she wrote that song in the same day that she wrote I will always love you the oh, same what 24 a hour period can you what imagine a I got chills thinking about that I
0: know I just did too um so we, we apparently have a country section right here so we're we went hard
1: on the country for a while fancy
0: so we added fancy by Reba and the original by Bobby Gentry um And we did that on purpose because that song freaking slaps.
1: Yes. And the Bobby Gentry one is uh, underrated and it's different in my opinion. Yeah.
0: But Reba's fancy. It's the best. It's great. Um, And then we have Conway, Twitty. I mean, a lot of his stuff was very heeby. But tight-fitting jeans. There's a tiger in those tight-fitting jeans. (laughs) It's literally about him picking up a girl who is married um, at a
1: bar. Which Which is fine as long as you're, uh, you know... It, transparent with your partner you know mm-hmm. polyamory I that exists i don't think <laughs> i don't think that was <laughs> the case in this, this instance
0: um and then we have uh, david allen Coe. uh you never even call me by my name that entire song is very hebe he's a hebe person
1: i don't know much about his hebeism uh
0: we're, we won't talk about it okay
1: okay we'll just move and fa- move past <laughs> just if
0: then. you want to look at just look up him just look at uh, just
1: google david allen co hebe and, yeah and you'll see yeah. it um, sold by John Michael Montgomery.
0: I mean, that's a good song. It's a
1: great song, but um, but it's also is weird. Is it a
0: song? Like, I feel like it's more of just, like, talking.
1: It's really more of an auction. Like, it's just <laughs> it's attending an auction. an auction is all that is. He just recorded an auction, a cattle <laughs> auction, I'm pretty sure. And then Indian Outlaw also, because, yes. first of all, yeah. Like, why Native is American. Tim McGraw singing the About? song Indian Outlaw? Right. It's just that doesn't pass the the sniff test. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't.
0: Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson. I mean, excellent song. Excellent song. So, way down yonder. Way down yonder. Chattahoochee.
1: So, the, uh, and what you have to do, if you're from, um, from East Alabama and you're driving to Atlanta while you're you driving over the, the Chattahoochee River, you have to listen to this song, but you also have to... As you get to the bridge, this is a thing my sister made up. But as you get to the bridge, you have to take a deep breath and then you have to go and sing as much as you can, and you try to sing the entire time you're driving over the Chattahoochee, and it is so so hard to keep singing because it uses so much breath. So like that's... that is
0: amazing. Everyone do that and get back to us with
1: that. <laughs> Tell us how amazing it is. Please don't pass out while you're driving across the bridge though.
0: That's like holding your breath when a tra- like when you go under a bridge and a train is coming over. Yeah. We're very superstitious people in my family. How are you? Yeah. Are you superstitious? Uh, not
1: not particularly.
0: Are you a little st- stitious? I'm stitious. I'm not superstitious though. <laughs> Meg Scott. Mug Scott. Thank, uh, you very, thank you very much. One. Um, okay. We have Crazy by Patsy Klein. We Love. really
1: hit the country hard later on this list.
0: We did. Well, I mean, I feel like the be- the beginning of this uh, playlist is a lot of like pop and like rock music sure. stuff that you would hear if you were um, listening to a radio station like Magic 96.5 for those people that Magic live in.
1: Magic
0: 96.5. Yeah, the easy listening, like, um, so I guess we just hit one country song. We're like, wait, most of country is hebe. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I would venture to say that most of country is hebe. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a bold statement. Which, and I'm just gonna live with it. Crazy,
0: it's, it's he be, A lot of Patsy Klein stuff is "Mama Tried." Mm. I think that he that one. I'm. I think I might have added it because we had um, we at work or uh, we have a channel at work that we were all listening to um the Rolling Stone magazine's greatest albums of all time, and there was this one moment where, um. You hit Merle Haggard, yeah. and you literally have to listen to him, with like 70 songs. 70 songs,
1: because they, they cheated, and they put the greatest hits of Merle Haggard. I, I hate Haggard. that. I, I don't like that. That's a, Yeah, it's a cheating. Also, he doesn't have 70 great songs. He has 25 they great songs. They literally are the
0: same song over and over again. Yeah. I promise. So, it's Hebe, because this one, this one person that we know like listen to every single song and he just like made this comment and it just like, every time I think of Roe Hager, that's what I think about
1: yeah it's just it's he he's heeby it's, it's Hebe, but also um, also great
0: but also great um
1: all my exes live in Texas Heebe just because the the rhyming is so good
0: it's so good um but do, I don't think that all of his exes live in Texas I think that they probably have moved away I'm now. sure
1: yeah or maybe yeah, he only has one ex he might. And then he's like, so, oh, so he sounds oh wait,
0: you know what? He might because look, it's, look how it's stylized or how it's.
1: Oh, yeah. But that doesn't
0: make sense how it's... How so that's it, even uh, Hebe how it's
1: written. Yeah. All my ex. Yeah, X's. that doesn't make any sense. It would be EXES if it was multiple. Yeah. And it's EX apostrophe S. Wow. It's just like,
0: it's just like a big pile of Hebe.
1: All my, so maybe his ex has borderline personality disorder or something.
0: Could she could i mean they could they could <laughs> he could you know what we don't know um okay so wait we missed the this is the best one there's rice cooking in the microwave
1: mm, yeah it's a great day to be alive
0: it is a great day to be alive like if there's microwave rice
1: it's a great day to be alive <laughs> that's what i always say that's
0: the only rice i use it it takes too dang long to make rice
1: yeah i can make uh, minute rice in 58 seconds
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then, okay. So, um, I think I like messaged you when we were adding a Rascal Flatts song. I was like, which one is the most heeby? What hurts the most? What hurts the definitely. most?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I think so. Um, and then, of course, since we are uh, in Birmingham, Alabama, we had to mm-hmm. add, paint me a Birmingham. Uh, a Birmingham.
1: What is a Birmingham? It's like a it's thing, a name, right? right? It's like it's like, <laughs> it's like a like a, a swing or something. I think it's a swing type thing. I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah, it's weird. I just
0: like paint me the perfect city, and it's definitely not Birmingham. A- mm-hmm. uh, um,
1: crocodile Rock.
0: That was the only Elton John song we put on here because everything Elton John makes
1: is excellent.
0: Is amazing. Including
1: this song, I think this song uh, for me got on the list because um, when I was uh, young. McDonald's released a cassette tape of mm-hmm. Elton John hits,
0: God. and you all could
1: buy for 5.99 at the drive-through.
0: Pa- let's pause for a second. For all the the Gen Zs that are listening, like McDonald's used to have the best toys.
1: Great toys.
0: Toys, and then also they used to have the best like marketing. Like marketing. I I know that Mariah Carey actually did a marketing thing with um, McDonald's recently, but I don't feel like nobody buys it. I mean. If I go to McDonald's I'm literally only want to spend like three dollars
1: I haven't been to McDonald's in a decade probably
0: I mean I never go there because they don't make veggie burgers yeah burger, or burger King does yeah all I am a vegetarian vegetarian <laughs> it is it is a part of my personality I'm a Gemini vegetarian just like Elle Woods <laughs> and bruiser
1: <laughs> so but that's that song was on it and so like I just have the greatest memories of McDonald's tape mm-hmm. with Crocodile Rock on it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it is a pretty hebe song because it's it doesn't have any like Crocodile Rock. Like,
1: it, they can't rock. You can't. They can't rock. I mean, I feel like the, they can too even heavy hang to hang rock. Their ba- bang their heads because they don't have the <laughs> neck muscles.
0: I also found out recently. This is a real stupid thing for me to like say this, that both crocodiles and alligators live in Florida.
1: Yeah, it's the only place in in, in the, the world. world. Yeah, because
0: I thought that just crocodiles refer from Australia.
1: Oh no, it's <laughs> uh, alligators are freshwater, crocodiles are saltwater.
2: Oh my God, that makes so much yeah, sense. Yeah,
1: and so that's why the, the that's only why place that they would live is Florida. hmm Yeah. Yep. We already mentioned this, but "Guilty, guilty Conscience, Conscience" is on yes. here. Yeah. Um, for obvious reasons.
0: Very heebie. I think I've literally I don't even think I've listened to that song since it came out, and I was listening to it because I I listened to this um, playlist. We both are big fans of the, our own playlist that we make. Yes. I, I listen to it all the time. I do too. This just one like, especially. Th- I mean, it's just so good. Um, and I literally was listening to it in the first, like,
1: lyrics of the song.
0: I'm like, mm, next. Like, I don't even know. Like, it just really is Hebe
1: Yeah. Um, I know all the lyrics to that song and can do them in the Dre and the mm-hmm. Eminem voice. And I've always... Always really wanted to um, karaoke that, but I don't mm-hmm. think that, that I could ever do that. Yeah, I don't th- not today. Like it may be in 1998. Forget about Dre. It. I could do you definitely could, do. You could do forget about Dre.
0: Oh, 100%. That's
1: um, such a good song. It's a great
0: song. Um. Okay. So, stars are blind. Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, <laughs> she was a, she was a singer for a second. Um. I added that because I don't know if you've seen the, the movie Promising Young Woman. I have not. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite movies that's come out in the last ten years. Um, but I'm not gonna ruin it. But just just watch that movie and y- you'll know. Okay. Um, so and then we have Wonderwall and we that's had Champagne Supernova on there too. Champagne Supernova. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you. Say it. That's not how you say it. But you know what?
1: But Wonderwall they're, is... Are they British? Yeah, they're British, They're right? British as hell. Yeah. Yeah. W- Wonderwall is hebe um, because it's the song that every dude who can't play guitar can play on guitar at a party, right? right? Like, it's right. less it's less hebe because of the song, because the song is fantastic, like, mm-hmm. categorically amazing. But mm-hmm. it's hebe because everyone acts ridiculous with that song.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Come on, Eileen, <laughs> because it's just because weird. of the title yeah and what it i mean implies do you that.
0: know somebody named eileen
1: i mean if, she, if i do she's 78 yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah which makes it worse
0: which i mean back then like uh, these this came out in the 80s and she would have been sure they, 48
1: 50. 50 yeah okay yeah
0: i mean that's still kind of weird it's still kind of weird
1: because he was probably 23 when he wrote that song
0: yeah 100 yeah. percent. um and we have hotline bling because like you know, it was just a viral Hebe.
1: I think every... You know what I think... It's I wanna, a good song. It's a good song. When I saw that, I realized that I think any song that has an associated dance with it is Hebe, right? Yeah. Like, you got to think your Macarena's is definitely Hebe, right? Like your um, uh, Cupid Shuffle. Yeah. It's Hebe.
0: Uh, what's the other one that... Electric Slide. That one. Hebe. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean uh, Boot and boogie. Boot and boogie. <gasps> yeah. Brooks and Dunn.
1: Yeah, Love it's Brooklyn. a great song.
0: Um, My Maria. I learned to dance. We had we had to do dances like a slow dance to that in seventh grade. And like I just remember dancing with all the boys and their hands were clammy.
1: Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> being a, those boys with clammy hands. It was just hands. a
0: very awkward time. It was like we're all awkward.
1: It's so, so did they, they actually, actually make, make you learn how to dance in yes. PE right? Mm -hmm. Like line dance, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's a skill that they teach in Alabama schools that's more important than sexual education.
2: (laughs) Yes.
0: No, I literally, we learn how to dance. I'm not even joking you. We did a dance class each year from third grade on to high school. How many language classes did you (laughs) Not many. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Wins, y- yeah. y'all.
1: <laughs> they wonder why Alabama is 49th in education, and then they dedicate five years of your life to dancing.
0: I mean, I know and how to dance. D- d- do you? Kind of.
1: I mean, I, I'm a pretty great dancer, but I don't think yeah, I learned it in school. Yeah. yeah. Um, I added uh, Lollipop by yes. Lil Wayne for obvious reasons. Yep. But... Caveat being that um, Lil Wayne's maybe the greatest rapper ever of all time.
0: Barbie Girl by Aqua, such a great song. I actually just got this album on vinyl. It has not been pressed for many times, and it's very very valuable. Um, I absolutely love every song on that album. I was a huge Aqua fan back in the day, but Barbie Girl is very
1: very weird. Very weird. Very with that cheesy. Yeah.
0: Very strange. Um, and then The Crystals, he hit me. It felt like a kiss. We had to listen to that Ooh. when we were listening through the greatest
1: albums of all time.
0: And I hate it because they added Phil Spector, who is literal trash human being.
1: Phil Spector is literal trash human being. And, I and there's w-
0: no redeeming quality th-
1: about him. There's no redeeming quality. And any redeeming qualities in those songs relies solely on the artist. It is not on him. Ronnie Spector. Ro- that queen, yeah, oh, Ronnie Specters. You know who's going to be playing so her crazy.
0: soon? I just found this out. Who? Who do you, who's the the best? The biggest star right now? I don't know. Zendaya.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I so who's playing uh, him?
0: Oh, I have no idea. But I mean, I hope that she's on like, um, it a lot because they they
1: were married. Shia LaBeouf would be great in
0: that role. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Wouldn't he? He would, but he's so bad.
1: I know, he's so crazy. He would he would kill it. Um Uh Kiss Love Gun is on there. I, I mean obvious reasons. I would say that every I'm not a huge I'm not the hugest fan of KISS. They have uh, some no, o- okay songs, but I will say that um Kiss and like the makeup and the Kiss Army is all heebie to me.
0: It is. It is. But you know the reason why they wear the makeup, right? Wore the makeup. It's because they were they were they were Jewish boys, and they weren't able to actually perform back in the day, so they wore makeup to cover all that up.
1: I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just because, um, what's his No, name? in order for them to
0: perform in their in their like city.
1: They were like from Detroit, though, right?
0: No, I think they're actually from outside of New York. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Or like, yeah, so in order to be able to perform the music they wanted to perform, they had to wear makeup. Strange. And it also Strange they, it that launched
1: the whole... Some rock clubs would allow men in makeup, but not Jewish people. That's so
0: well, I think that they didn't want their parents to find out.
1: Oh, oh I get it. Okay, I was misunderstanding. So they were I thought like, you were saying people were like, No, Jewish people can't play rock and roll music. But that was no. their parents who were like, You can't play rock and roll music. Right. So yeah. So I mean Gene but Simmons Logan... is also a great marketer. I will give him that. Like mm-hmm. he created a movement like with that. He yeah. sells everything. He sells coffins that double like kiss coffins that double as coolers. What? Yes. Yeah
0: so you can use it
1: all as a cooler your life. all your life until you die and then you can just crawl in there with all your dead cans
0: amazing mm-hmm. oh my god that makes me that's heeby it's heavy. that's hebe. very hebe. yeah but you know what it's freaking smart um uh let's see so with Kiss though Love Gun my favorite thing whenever I think of Love Gun I think of the movie Role Models have you seen Role yeah. Models
1: <laughs> great movie
0: he made a song about his... <laughs> <laughs> that dude was a G. <laughs> <You laughs> it was Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley wrote the song Love Gun mm-hmm. about his his package.
1: About his Love Gun. <laughs> yes.
0: yes, and every... So, I own, like, three or four copies of Love Gun because I'm trying to find... They actually had a gun, like, like, a, like a cardboard gun that comes in the packaging. Oh. And... I never can find it because people have taken it out and used it, but it actually, you hit the button on the gun and it, like, the love gun,
1: like, just words come out
0: of it. Oh, nice. So, it, like, it. it yeah, so it actually, like, works and, like.
1: A functional paper gun. Yes. A paper love gun.
0: But I was looking at my copies of Love Gun the other day, and I realized that one of the, the like, the um, outer sleeves was smaller than the other so i have two different size love guns
1: <laughs> two different size love. Guns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and the 40th anniversary of that is coming up so i can't wait to like post something very about it on my account
1: very love guns shameless
0: shameless is. plug but i am a vinyl record promoter and carol's vinyl Carol. i mean most of you probably will come from there come from there but you know just if you don't know um, now you know. Now you know. Um, okay, so what's some other ones? Um, Only Want to Be With You, every song from that Hootie and the Bluefish album was Hebe. Um, but I love them. I mean, their name is, is pretty Hebe.
1: Yeah, the name is pretty Hebe. The fact that everyone still calls Darius Rucker Hootie is pretty yes. Hebe. Um, but, Including
0: my mother, um, who... Ran into him in like the 90s in New Orleans and screamed at him saying, oh my gosh, hey Hootie. Oh,
1: that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And the dolphins made him cry.
0: And the dolphins <laughs> made him cry. That's so sad. And then if you think about it, I think that actually that song was made about the sports team.
1: It is about the sports team. It's, it's, it's not like a pro dolphins. So it's animals. not, like, it's not like, a flip. On, like
0: a really cute like date or something and like seeing the dolphin. No, no.
1: it's about it's Dan Marino.
2: Literally. TV. Oh
1: um, okay, so come on, feel the noise by yep. uh, Quiet Riot. Because of the spelling of the first le- first word mm-hmm. in that title, mm-hmm. um, is spelled the uh, the insane way,
0: C-U-M. the ridiculous
1: yep. way. Um, also, that album is, and I didn't know this until this second, is called Metal Health, which is amazing.
0: Yes, yes. Mental Health, um, and that song. The, from From the title of it, is also on the Footloose soundtrack. Oh,
1: Footloose, put on That's your he, dancing shoes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, um, let's see, so we have uh, Zoot Suit Riot. I actually listened to a podcast about the Zoot Suit Riot. Really? Um, I really don't know like too much about it, but I know that back in the day, um, I think it was, like, in the early, like the turn of the century, they were wearing Zoot
1: Suits. Yes, 20s. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and
0: they the controversy of the zoot suit itself um, because like a lot of people couldn't afford it. Mm. And um, the zoot suits, actually I think the zoot suits, like they were made, don't they have like bigger, bigger shoulders, bigger shoulders.
1: Yeah.
0: And kind of
1: narrow taper as you go. And I think
0: that they were actually um, tailored to be different and it started to become like a club. If you were in a Zoot Suit, so that's what the Cherry Pop and Daddies... That is a weird name. That's just... Everything about it is just heebie.
1: Yeah. And, um, and you know, there's something about um, that whole genre of, like, kind of the throwback um, dancing. Like, what was... Uh, yeah, like, the Zoot Suit kind of stuff. And then you had, like, the squirrel nut zippers. Like, there was something that was kind of heebie about that whole thing, right? Yes. Like that, you know, it was kind of... Because it wasn't, it wasn't an honest... Like, appreciation of that style of music so much right. as, like, almost like, hey, look at us, nudge, nudge, nudge we're a joke kind of thing, which mm-hmm. feels disingenuous to me to, like, make a whole band that's kind of a joke. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, literally, they were a joke.
1: And they were a joke. Yes. Um, Squirrel and Zippers had some good songs, though.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like, Love Shack, which is about a adult store.
1: Yeah. I think so. Pretty yeah. sure. And that is um, a great song.
0: It's a great song. And the B-52s are fantastic. Talk
1: about fashion icons too, right? And trendsetters. Rock Lobster. Oh, man. Rock Lobster's great. That album's stellar.
0: Um. It sure is. Um, and then Inside Out by Eve Six. I'm pretty sure they didn't really make anything else.
1: Yeah, maybe not. That's, yeah.
0: I just love that song. It's a
1: great song.
0: You swallow your pride. You'll choke, choke on, the, on right, the
1: rind, but the lack thereof will leave you empty inside. Empty inside,
0: what? And then, then Turn It Inside Out, and then, oh my god, it's just, oh, such a, oh so good. Um, and then Fight for Your Right uh, by the Beastie Boys, Just has a lot of heebie lyrics.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's also heebie for me, because when I was, uh, this song was released in 89, I believe. Mm-hmm. I was four years old. Mm-hmm. And I, it
0: was at 86?
1: 86? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was one years old, but it was a couple of years after that, and I loved that song. Me and my best friend, Andrew, loved that song. And uh, and we thought it was about, like, fighting for your right to, like, birthday party. Like, cake and, you know, candy and, <laughs> and, and stuff. And so, I, you know, I think I yeah. he beat it up pa- a little bit. Your
0: with mom, mom yeah. threw away your best porn no matter. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did.
0: <laughs> um, and then, I mean... Uh, Spin Doctors, they're just Hebe on themselves, but I literally think I absolutely love Pocketful of Cryptonite, that album, um, with Little Miss Can't Be Wrong and um, Two Princes and uh, Pocketful of Cryptonite. You know what's not
1: Hebe about the Spin Doctors? The name. Spin Doctors is a great rock and roll band name. It is. It's really great.
0: But, like, what is a Spin Doctor? A Spin Doctor is a DJ.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it's a play on that, but also a spin doctor is a PR person. Oh. Yeah, that's another word for it. So, like, a political PR person who's trying to spin something in a certain way. So, like, you get bad news, you get a spin doctor who's going to spin it to not be as bad. So and that like reminds me,
0: too, like, back in the day, like, back in the 90s and the 80s and stuff, when you were watching anything that had, like, a news article or news um, headline that came up and, like spun on the TV. Yes. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. mm
1: like Yeah. Breaking, breaking news.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Spice World because that happens mm-hmm. in one of one of the scenes. And I'm like, and then I think it happens in uh, an Austin Powers one.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Stacy's mom by Fountains of Wayne.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just very. Very heeby. It's
1: just heeby. You know what else is uh, heeby is, and I don't think we added it on here, but I'm thinking of it right now because it's kind of the same. Is um, um, uh, flavor of the week by American <laughs> Hi-Fi, right? Because yes. it's like the most incel, like creepy. Yes. Like I'm such a victim, and oh, girls is, I think should it like is me. On is here. it okay? Good. Well, it, sure. it belongs on there.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many other songs on here. Um, that we could add and we probably will add one day but like my friends over you by newfound glory oh, great song. It's, just, it's a good song um call me maybe because like i had that whole like uh it was before TikTok and all that everyone was actually shooting youtube videos of them all singing so like just think if like that song came out now and we had TikTok, like people like you would literally see that everywhere just like the uncut gems
1: it was such <laughs> a huge hit too like and you're right like and it was, it's it was a great song it was a great it's a great song yeah there's yeah i it's love
0: carly song. ray Gibson. her emotions album oh my god that album is perfect
1: she's pretty great yeah. and um an ex-girlfriend thanks to, of mine sued her oh um for stealing a hook on that song that she did with owl city oh wow and i I don't know if she won, but they like it was close enough that they put money in escrow because they were pretty sure that they were gonna lose. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I just saw another one. One week by the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh,
1: you know why that's TV Because it's not a great song. It's not. It's not a good song. But
0: I, you know all but it's the words. So catchy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Also, one of the few songs, uh, few pop songs that starts. Um, with, with the, the like with the, like the singing, singing first, first right? right so mm-hmm. they, like they like start, start that at, it's it been you know end that end thing end and it's that, very that's, that's a very, very unique thing. thing like you don't you see don't that see in pop music very much music right? where it's mm-hmm. like a full bar of just singing and then the band comes in so it's interesting i thought that, that maybe one reason it's popular
0: okay so and it, so that is actually in my opinion i think that's a like they're a rock band but you said in pop music so i actually was talking to somebody about this and going do you think that the beatles are pop or rock?
1: I think early Beatles are strongly pop. popular music, pop, pop music. But
2: then they got and then rock, they
1: became rock and roll, after Sgt. Pepper. I, I mean, but I think what is pop music except a great music that gets popular. So I think there are rock songs that become pop songs because mm-hmm. of their popularity in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. And that's what, that's what I was telling her about. cause like she, she called, um, a Kings Leon song. Uh, she said that it was A pop song like use somebody but they're very rock
1: yeah oh wow interesting but he
0: she said well the reason why I called it pop is because it was a popular song like use somebody was a very popular song
1: so it's interesting it's kind of hard to tell like because rock has some specific traits about it rock and roll music has some specific traits like the driving beat like the backbeat on three right and the driving drums are like pretty much like standard for rock and roll and but so, like rock
0: music can become
1: popular. Rock music can become popular. Yeah, it's, I mean, You Somebody" is the pop. you Somebody" and "Sex on Fire" are the pop songs of Kings of Leon's mm-hmm. catalog, if they have any, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yes, definitely. Like that's what you think of when you think of them.
1: So anything that gets paid, played on Top Forty is pop. Is that what we're saying?
0: I guess, but I mean, I think that they are rock star. They're they're a rock band.
1: Agreed. There, but I saw and the them. Beatles,
0: it's half and half. Um, mm-hmm. The Rolling Stones were always rock.
1: They were always rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, Led Zeppelin was always rock.
0: Yep, and, and Death Leopard, and all, that. Leopard, mm-hmm. all that. Even though they have "Pour Some Sugar on Me," which is probably a like can be considered a pop song these days because it is pop.
1: I, you know what? I think that Paul was pop, and the rest were rock.
0: A hundred percent. Right? He
1: was the pop influence, and that's not discrediting him. He's no. amazing. That he wrote. No,
0: he's made some, but. Like, a lot of his stuff is very upbeat and very pop. Like, it's just, it's poppy sounding. Yeah. Like, there can be sad, like, pop music, but, like, most of it, when I think of pop music, I think of it as upbeat. being
1: upbeat. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a random thought, but you know what? It, make, it ties into all this.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's pretty much the end of our list. Yep. Um, we hope you check it out yeah. Yes Throw that, the, throw that B on shuffle, on shuffle if you want, you want.
0: Yeah. Yes, it's, it's the best. best Like literally I listen to it every day It's It's,
1: it's great It's, it's great. Like Because the, it has
0: every genre It
1: has every genre And it's like it's the like best, best like, like of a, a specific star artist, star star artist star 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 that's on there Like if mm-hmm. they're on the list It's probably their best Or one of their best songs best song. mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just, just like listening to a good radio station Is like how I look at it It is And then also every song that plays You get to ask yourself Hey, does this make me feel heebie? Right and if it does, great, let us know. And if it doesn't, keep it to yourself. Right. We don't need that kind of negativity in our lives.
0: <laughs> we don't. Um, so like, our, the one thing about this playlist is that it is mixed with songs that are explicit. So if you um, are wanting to listen to the playlist with people um, that you are scared <laughs> of listening to explicit playlists with, um, we definitely want to, uh, with this podcast, we're going to create playlists that are, um, definitely, not, that won't have explicit music in it. Um, so, and we'll try to do a warning
1: at the beginning instead of the end next time. Yes,
0: yes. So with playlists, um, because we, we want our playlist to cater to everyone. Um, so our 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 goal is to release a um, release one of a podcast like maybe once a week or so, mm-hmm. um, and we're continuously creating. Uh, podcast or, or playlists together um, and we have a few others that we will talk about um, on the next episode but um, you can definitely check out all of our playlists on more than a playlist um, if you search that in Spotify you can actually find it now um, right now you can't see our other two playlists because we haven't talked about them but you can definitely find Hebe Bee Gees by just searching out Hebe Bee Gees um we found out that when we were creating this playlist if you have a collaborative playlist you cannot search it mm-hmm. so we have to take it out
1: we had to take it out um do we want to talk any do we want to give any uh clue into the other playlists at all or we want to leave that as a mystery
0: okay so one of the playlists that we created um was actually created on the day 2 22 2022 so which was a tuesday which was a Tuesday, so it's a very two, two. playlist.
1: It's a very two playlist, and playlists. there might be
0: some double entendres. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. There might be a song by Two Chains.
0: Ooh. Is it a birthday song?
1: I hope so. I hope it's so, so. <laughs> good. You know what though? Like. Cover
0: me in the Louis.
1: Yeah, but respect where respect is due. Is his trap album is great. Yes.
0: It's great. So. Yes, it is. It's a vibe. Um, but thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, we are so grateful. Yeah,
1: and we love you so much.
0: <laughs> and we are going to be, um, I think that our next ones will be a little bit shorter. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll be varied. We're going to mess around on.
1: with the format, so it may be a little bit different. It may be mm-hmm. multiple podcasts. It may be, so yeah, we're going to figure out the format, but we will be making more.
0: And we have everything. We have an Instagram set up for it. Um and we have an uh, email set up, um, so all of that information will be on our Instagram. I'm going to make a, a Facebook page about it, so um, the people who aren't on Instagram, Facebook. And then maybe we'll create a website for it someday. I don't know. Who knows? And right now, only um, our playlists are only on Spotify right now, so during the outage today, which was ironic. Cause this is the,
1: day, the first day of recording the first Spotify day of goes, recording,
0: goes Spotify. Out. <laughs> Spotify I was kind of scared. I was like, wait, what are we going to do? But then it's fine. Um, but, yeah, so Spotify, and hopefully um, this playlist will be available on everything. Uh, or this podcast. Playlist, podcast, playlist, podcast. You know,
1: Playcast. Playcast. Podlist.
0: Podlist. Um, but, anyways, I think that we have come to the end. And uh, thank you all for listening, and we love you guys. And um, email us or... Message us and let us know what, what other playlists you would like to hear. Um, oh, and then another thing. I know we just said bye, but um, for our our future uh, podcast, we're going to have a lightning realm where we do like a five-minute thing where we go back and forth and, forth and create a playlist together like yep. in live time. So I can't wait for that. It's going to be fun.
1: It's going to be fantastic. All right, All right. Well, bye, guys. Bye.